And after a very long extended much needed break, we are back, baby. Let's go. So just life update. We took a break because um life was just really busy. We started new jobs. Mm-hmm. We we're starting school back up again full time. Mm-hmm. And we just felt like it was in the best interest to take a break from the podcast. We're have a super busy week coming up, but then after that, I think we're a little bit more in the clear, at least my right. schedule, so hopefully we will be able to do this regularly once again, Yeah, because there sure. we're back in prime sports season anyways, and there is so much to talk about. Um, some other news, if you didn't already know, is that Elijah and I did get engaged. Let's go. So, we are now <laughs> going to be married next year in July, super great and fun and maybe we'll tell that story another time hmm. but for right now the first thing we're going to talk about is a man that we've talked about so much and i'm so tired of talking about <laughs> and i'm saying that as a packers fan and that is aaron Rodgers. so the Elijah, worst do you want to maybe explain the aaron Rodgers situation yeah so basically earlier this season he said like he was asked by a reporter if he was vaccinated and he was like yeah i'm vaccinated and then it later turns out that he's not, and he got COVID. And this past week, yeah, he got COVID. this past week he's got COVID test positive, and so and then we found out that he basically lied to everyone, or he did lie to everyone. He said that he was vaccinated. He's not actually vaccinated. And then the first thing was that he like claimed that he sent in like five hundred pages of research that vaccines and masks don't work to the NFL, and like didn't like kept fighting them about why he didn't get a vaccine. And then so, and because he had some sort of medical treatment that he could thought should be considered the equivalent to a vaccine, but nah, it's really like doesn't have any, wasn't approved by any medical things, or definitely not the NFL either. So that was all crappy, and we were all annoyed that he was just being a punk about that, and like refusing to wear a mask, basically. And then earlier today, or was it yesterday? Yeah, no, yesterday he came out and said basically that he's being persecuted like christ and so we're done <laughs> we'd die i mean that's just that you can't say that that's stupid and and also, he's not even being persecuted because he just did something stupid he just lied about it and, and we all caught him in his lie and are like that's not cool of you yeah. because people don't like him for some reason he thinks he's being persecuted yeah, like christ was just a slap in the face to people who are actually persecuted yeah um, and the whole thing is just so stupid because, like, you're a public figure, you're an NFL player, all these kids look up to you, somebody point blank asked you if they, if you were vaccinated, you said yes, knowing full well you weren't. I'm more upset not over the fact that he's not vaccinated, but over the, because that's his personal choice, even if I think he should be vaccinated. Yeah. But... To lie about it. Yeah, the fact that he lied about it. Is, like, what is so aggravating is, like, you do not, you cannot do that. You cannot be a public figure and lie about something. If you weren't vaccinated, just say that. Mm -hmm. Because I just don't like when people are being dishonest. Yeah. And and so then Jordan Love, who obviously there's been a lot of talk about as Aaron Rodgers' backup and replacement one day played tonight and didn't play amazing, even though everyone was rooting for him. But we did lose. But I hope that this is just like, I don't know, that 
Aaron Rodgers is gone after the season. I'm just, even though he is so good at what he does, like, he is an amazing quarterback, like, I just don't like him as a person anymore. And yeah. I'm just like, he's just like, it's a weird, like, I'm rooting against our quarterback because I'm just like, you're so annoying. Like, he's just very arrogant and I don't appreciate that. Here's my tip for the Packers. Get rid of him now while he still has value. Oh, yeah, because someone will want him. Because either he's going to keep throwing himself down the trash can by doing other stupid stuff, who knows what. Yeah. Or at the end of the season, he's just going to leave and you're not going to get anything for him. Yeah, exactly. So you might as well get something. So. Um, anyways, speaking of somebody else that we don't like, but thankfully we all were literally the whole country voted against <laughs> and it worked out in our favor. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series this past week, right? This past week? Uh-huh. Against the Astros, who Hallelujah. are cheaters and never got punished for it. So, literally, the whole country, I think, was rooting for the Braves to win because it didn't matter who was going up against the Astros. The fact that they were in the World Series again, everybody was just done with it. Yeah. So, thank goodness for you. Here's something that was, I thought was interesting, though. I saw a stat that said ESPN posted more times, or no, Sports Center posted more times on Instagram about Squid Game. Than they did about the World Series. And Squid Game is nothing sports related. That's nothing just a Netflix related. TV just show. A, just a TV show. So that just shows you how really little baseball really matters to most of the internet, at least. Yeah, unless sure, there's you, still like lots of fans. But. Unless you are like an Astros fan or you are a Braves fan, like most yeah. people were not. Like, a, like I into didn't. It. I didn't even know they won until the next afternoon. Yeah. And I. Like, I was like, oh yeah, it wasn't their game six last night, and I looked it up, and then realized it was. Yeah. But I had been on Instagram, and it saw That's nothing crazy. about them winning, so I was like, what the heck? Well, baseball is kind of boring, unless it's, like, your team, yeah. or, like, the Chicago Cubs, who, like, nobody, like, actively roots against, I feel like, but... Anyways, another win that happened in the past month is My Chicago Sky mm-hmm. won their first championship in the WNBA, so that was really cool to get to see them bring home that ring. I'm excited for them. I'm excited that Candace Parker went home mm-hmm. and was able to give them, help them win that championship. So yeah, that was huge. That was just really cool. Okay, so next up, right now we are in the thick of college football season. In this past nope. week, the college football playoff committee released their first rankings because they try to make any money they can, so they'd be <laughs> making these weird ranking shows that actually mean nothing but espn literally post like has like four hours of television that night centered around their ranking so this is their current ranking which we'll talk about why it will not be that next time <laughs> so we have georgia number one bama's number two michigan state as number three oregon as four and the first one out is ohio state at five right michigan state lost this weekend to purdue though so they will probably not be in the top four anymore. Right. And honestly, Cincinnati should be in there. Yeah. I was they're undefeated. Um, I thought there was one more. And they beat Notre Dame. Yeah. So it's not like they it's not like, oh, you've played literally no one. Like they have some good wins. Yeah, they sh- Cincinnati should be in the top four probably, but they probably won't be because they're not CFP power loves yeah. loves their main four teams well and here's the thing about michigan state when i saw that michigan state was ranked third i said does anybody even watch college football anymore 
because uh, yes, Michigan State was undefeated. Yes, they had beat Michigan. And here's what I've been saying. Both teams are not good. Both <laughs> teams are actually just not that good. They just have only played crappy teams like my beloved team who is unfortunate literal garbage this year, Northwestern. The biggest thing that happened in our game yesterday on Saturday was a protest at ha- like halftime. <laughs> so Yikes. nothing even like remotely football related on the field, just protesters going out on the field. Anyways, I don't think either team had played anybody. And then they played each other and they were equal and then went one went and lost to Purdue. And I think Ohio State will show that they are a much more advanced team than Michigan State and Michigan this season. I think they will easily win both of those games. We'll see. Especially because Ohio State plays Michigan State at home. Ohio State will go to Michigan, but Jim Harbaugh is a laughingstock in my opinion. So, mm. But yeah, Georgia, Bama, they're definitely going to be one and two. Definitely going to be interesting, um, though, because they will be one and two probably going into their SEC championship game, which yeah. I... I think Georgia will pull off and win, um, which means Bama would have two losses. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see the committee leaving them out of the top four. But I don't know if they, if with two losses, deserve to be in the top four, even if one of those losses is to number one. Yeah, I mean... If, the, if at the end of the season we get in, like, Ohio State only has one loss... Oregon only has one loss since he has zero losses. Like, I just don't know how you can justify. Yeah. And that's why we, like, we need to move it to more than four teams. It's just, like, it's getting to the point where it's unfair because they're always choosing Alabama over mm-hmm. a team that is, like, that has the more qualification. Because what what season. stinks for, like, a Cincinnati if they get to the end of the season or undefeated and yet don't get to be in the CFP is that it was completely and utterly out of their control because mm-hmm. they did every single thing right to prove that they were good enough to be there. But because they, if they beat everyone they play, what else does the committee want? Yeah. Because they, I think you're just punishing the players who don't get to. And and that will happen, like, right? Because if if Alabama beats Georgia, then Georgia Alabama. Oregon and Ohio State all have one loss, and they're not. Gonna, and they're and all they're to like each other, basically. Yeah. So, so that, that, I mean, there's really no chance, which is frustrating. Yeah. So that's just frustrating. Once again, the CFP four team thing is broke, not good. But interesting to see how some of these teams fare the rest of the season. Yeah. I think Georgia is head and shoulders above everybody else right Me now. Me too. It's just Georgia against nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so I, do, I do not see anybody beating Georgia at no. all this season. Um. Speaking of, like, college football and NCAA things, though, so this is the first season that um, players, athletes, can make money from their image and likeness because the Supreme Court ruled that the NCAA cannot not allow that, basically. Like, they have to be able to make money off of themselves like an average human being can, which is interesting because there was all these people who were like, it's only going to be the big-time athletes who do that. Like, nobody who's a smaller athlete is going to be able to. Yet my brother, who's a student at Ohio State, has somebody in one of his classes who is a football player for mm-hmm. Ohio State, but not, like, he doesn't really play. <laughs> he's, yeah. I think he's played, like, five snaps or something, like, mm-hmm. maybe more now this season. Yet he has a deal with, like, one of his, like, uh, 
it with a company like in his from his hometown mm. like having an advertisement with them yeah. which is exactly what i've been arguing for would happen all along that we are still going to be able to give chances yeah this guy's not going to make an ad with nike yeah but it's just interesting to see this now play out in real life how like stupid it was that the ncaa all along was like no you can't make money off of that yeah i mean there's a lot of, i mean i even know some guy from my high school who plays basketball at like a d3 school who's who's posted he's signed with like multiple different companies to run ads yeah it's like cool good for him but i've also done like a lot of research on how there's a lot of things that can go really bad with this and how companies can very easily take advantage of these like 17 18 year olds who are all of a sudden being tasked with figuring out like how to sign a contract and how yeah. to make sure that That's, they're not that being taken hard. advantage of and the right now the ruling is that anybody involved with the team is not allowed to be involved with the students mm. um like signing these contracts it's yeah. like your coach can't help you like you don't really have anybody to help you so most colleges are like in the process of hiring an nil coordinator because oh, okay. that's what they'll go through but still like well we don't have that right now and like there is sin in the world and there's people who are going to take advantage yeah, of these fair. athletes so and that's why it's like scary and kind of frustrating to me but we'll see hopefully people don't take advantage of other people but yeah it's bound to happen Speaking of people taking advantage of people, this, uh, it was like a week and a half ago, um, the NCAA released their second gender equity report, because obviously the NCAA has been under a lot of scrutiny that they do not um, treat their women and uh, men equally in their sports even though we literally have laws like title nine written mm -hmm. so that these things happen so here are some st quick stats the ncaa spends 65 percent more money on male athletes than female athletes in 2019 division one na and national championship spending per participant excluding basketball for men it was four thousand two hundred eighty five dollars and then for women it was two thousand five hundred eighty eight dollars mm. in 2019 the budget for the division one basketball tournaments so march madness the men's tournament had a budget of 28 million dollars and the women's tournament had a budget of 14.5 million dollars mm. also with this report though they found that sports with combined championships have fared better on gender equality because it enables more coordinated planning increases equity in the goods, services, facilities, and resources provided at the championships, and it eliminates or reduces disparities between the look and feel of the tournaments. Yeah. So just a reminder of like how this looks in real life. Back in the spring when March Madness was going on, the men had this beautiful, fancy like uh, um, conference hall deck that was just decked out for weight things yeah. and the women's weight room was literally just a small rack of weights <laughs> and like a yoga mat and the women rightfully so complained and were like what the heck yeah so the ncaa because of this report i think actually just approved that the women and the men's tournament now for march madness will be held at the same locations like this past year the men's was in indy the women's was in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. So, like, this upcoming year, I don't know where it's at, but, like, let's say if it was at Indy, everyone would be at Indy. And it's the first time that the women will be allowed to use March Madness 
marketing for their tournament because yeah. before they weren't allowed to call it that, which <laughs> doesn't make any sense why they had to monopolize that for no. the men. So we interested knowing that the NCAA has been under a lot of pressure, has been doing these reports to see like what actually comes out of it, like some mm-hmm. more tangible changes, like with the tournaments for the men and women in basketball, um, just to see it. Like it's just not women in sports can't ever get ahead because you never allow them to. Like yeah. if they never have exposure, if you don't spend as much time marketing, like how can how can the people know to watch and to go and to be invested? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I'd be interested to see too cuz I think I've kind of heard something about maybe the NCAA choosing like a couple locations or even just one location to have the uh March Madness. Oh, instead of, instead of instead being of all over all over all the time and making bids for it. And I, it would probably be in Indiana, just because that's where the NCAA uh, like headquarters and, is. And they have the ability and, to. Yeah, they have yeah, all the courts. The ability. There's a ton of courts in Indy and surrounding areas. So, I mean, I think that's probably a, like a good idea, and it's probably where the Olympics is headed to, hmm. is like just making a couple arenas that stay long Yeah, I, Yeah, that makes um, sense for yeah, like It's just so much cost-saving, and then you can like make specific areas that are just like for that yeah and like it makes it so much more efficient and cost saving and stuff like that so it really helps the city though yeah Yeah. so yeah i think that'll be good me too okay we're gonna take a quick break all right we're back from the end we're gonna do a little movie review uh short style so we've got three movies that we've seen recently like within the last couple months um so first one we're going over is shang chi um which we are we were really thrilled with it. it was a great movie um i loved it what was your yeah it was it was just fabulously done it was great visual great story great characters great score like went away wanting more excited for these characters excited to see how they continue so shang chi is yeah. it was it was like an asian um superhero movie basically and mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just really cool to see that culture celebrated, and I thought that they did a really good job, too, of celebrating the, like, honor-shame worldview of that culture, and being really, um, being really true to that was really cool for me to Mm -hmm. see in that, and yeah, I'm excited for Shang-Chi, the character, to see him show up now, Yeah, and the movie was just so great i cannot wait to watch it again and it actually comes out this week on disney plus oh let's go for free for everyone and so yeah definitely make sure if you haven't seen it you watch it because it is so worth it just it's just a great movie beyond the marvel world Mm -hmm. it's just a good movie yeah that one was one of the ones that was like straight to my top five yeah movies yeah it was just done really really well yeah okay now number two is venom 2 um this one was also really good. Let There good. Be Carnage. Yes, what a title. Let There Be Carnage. Great title. It was probably, I don't know, probably not as good as the first Venom for me, but it was also, it was still really good. Um, I love the Venom movies, so. Yeah, I, I also didn't think it was, I liked the first one more. I thought, I did, this movie was pretty short. It was only like an hour and a half, yeah. which is really short for a superhero movie. Like, the next movie we're going to talk about, for example, is like over two and a half hours long. <laughs> um. So, but it was really good still. Like, if you like, uh, it's kind of, like, weird, though. Like, it's kind of more niche, like, humor. Yeah. 
Um, you either think it's like funny and you enjoy it or you think it's really weird. Um, Mm -hmm. but we both really like it. I just told Elijah earlier today, like I think Venom's like a comfort movie character to me now. So, and they tease some things in the end credit scene that if you haven't seen it, we won't spoil it. That makes me excited for the movie going forward. For sure. All right. Moving on to Eternals, which we just saw last night. Um, this movie was meh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like bad, like, like had a really bad, it has really bad scores on like critics by critics and audiences and stuff, but I didn't think it was like bad. It just wasn't good. And I think the reason why I went away kind of disappointed was because throughout the movie, I felt like it had the bones to be a great movie. Yeah, I agree. I think it definitely could have been good. It just missed on a couple parts. And like you said earlier, it's it was over two and a half hours, and it was just too long on not the right parts of the movie that we wanted to see. Like, Yeah. I felt and like then they, too quick on things yeah. that I needed to understand. Exactly. And a little bit convoluted on the villain-wise. Um, so it, it just missed in a couple spots, and I feel like it could have been cleared up fairly easily. But. Yeah. And The Eternals is like a new... Uh, a new uh, ensemble of Mm -hmm. characters. So the whole movie has, like, ten people that you're like, who are you? Because you don't know any of them. So it's just hard to introduce that many people at one time in a movie. It it was just a lot. It would be just like if we were trying to see, like, Avengers for the first time and had never been introduced to any of the characters before. Yeah, it, like, never had any solo movies before or anything. No background. And so we just have, like, no really, like, connection to these... uh, characters so yeah it was just eh. like i would wait until unless you really are a marvel fan i would probably wait until it comes out for free on disney plus i I don't think it's worth it so okay so those are movies that we actually have saw in the past uh yeah like elijah said two months and then next we're going to talk about some trailers that came out uh, for some movies and shows that we are super excited about so the first trailer is we're hype about and i'm i'm hoping that this week we get the second one because it feels like we should have it by now so this is usually how trailers work specifically for like superhero movies so the first trailer they usually consider a teaser trailer mm-hmm. and then the second it's and then the second is considered the full-length actual trailer and there's not really a reason why one is a considered a teaser and the other is considered full-length because they're roughly the same amount of time and they don't necessarily, like, show things that the other doesn't. Although, for this one, I do think it will be different. And so that is Spider-Man No Way Home. So this will be the third in the Spider-Man trilogy in the MCU. So Tom Holland Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of speculation that the other two Spider-Mans, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, will show up in this movie and so the first trailer that we got did confirm that doc ock from toby mcguire's spider-man movies Mm -hmm. will be in it and since then we've also gotten confirmation that of some other villains from those other spider-man movies yeah but we haven't gotten official confirmation yet that toby and andrew are in it i mean as close to official confirmation as you can get yeah so much speculation and so many like leaks and stuff but so we can't say 100% 100% for certain. But. Because we haven't seen it in an actual official trailer or poster yet. Right. So, but surely we'll see it soon. But hopefully it just comes out because Emma's been talking about it literally every day. 
I'm starting to get annoyed. <laughs> oh, gosh. Did you like the first trailer? Yeah, I was really excited when the pumpkin bomb came Yeah, out, Elijah so. kind of, like, freaked out. <laughs> he, he really did. Okay, so, yeah, we're super excited for that movie. It comes out December 17th of this year, and I don't think they're going to push that back because they actually just released the official poster, like, 20 minutes ago, and it says December 17th, and it feels like if they were going to push it back, they would do it by now. Yeah. Um, so the second one is a TV show, and this is Marvel's TV show, Hawkeye. Right. which will be um, coming out at the end of November. And it's actually, we learned then from the trailer, a Christmas-themed show. Yeah, so it goes in and it just talks about Clint Barton as Hawkeye, and then it, he's training, basically, the new Kate Hawkeye, Bishop. Kate Bishop, who's, like, going to take over for him, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I'm not remembering a whole lot about that. It was just basically, like, he's in New York with his oh, family, yeah. and then right. some chaos ensues and yeah. i think that's just gonna be like a feel good stick to the script stick, stick to normal like it's not really gonna move anything along yeah one of those things like oh he's been in the mcu for 10 years he like deserves at least something yeah. of his own yeah okay and then the last trailer which we might actually be the most excited about out of all of these which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy is the new batman movie trailer so this is dc's new batman movie coming out in march and it uh, stars yeah. Robert Pattinson, and it was epic. It looks so it, good. Yeah, I mean, it's mind-blowing how cool it looks. And the line, he says, he says, I am vengeance, and it just, I get chills every time I watch it. It's so good. Yeah, so that movie, I have really high hopes for, and I'm super excited for, and then after that, I could care less what DC does, because it seems like they have no idea what they're doing. But this movie does look really, really good. And we love Batman, and we love Batman's villains, mm-hmm. maybe even more. And so I think this one is the Riddler. Yeah. So we're, and Penguin. And Penguin, which is confirmed now. And and we get um, Catwoman. Yeah. Which will be good again, and a new person doing it. And so, yeah, that move, that trailer looks really good. It looks very, like, psychological. They've already talked about how this Batman uh, suffers from mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's going to be really good because those are all yeah. the kind of things I like to see in DC movies. A little bit dark, a little bit more, like, psychological. Mm-hmm. So I think that one is going to be really good. Yeah. And everybody loves Batman. Yeah, and everyone loves Batman. And the last thing we're going to talk about for today is so Marvel shifted their calendar for the upcoming year mm-hmm. so for example dr strange 2 multiverse of madness was supposed to come out in march and now it's getting moved back to may which means all of the other movies are also getting book pushed back like a month or two and so sad yeah it's really sad um speculation of why i don't actually think COVID is as big of a thing i think they just are the movies are taking longer to film. Like, mm-hmm. I know, I just saw today it was confirmed that Black Panther had to stop filming and won't resume until next year mm. because the actress who plays Shuri is injured. Ooh. And so she has to recover before they, because she's an integral part of that movie. Yeah, well, so she, they can't film sense. without her, basically. Or what they could, they've already filmed. So mm-hmm. that that also makes sense for them to for that movie to get pushed back but also they're apparently reshooting some things for Mm. the doctor strange movie that they decided they want to kind of edit it kind of change it a little bit so they're going to be doing that at the end of this year 
Also, apparently, add in Easter eggs. Yeah, apparently, literally, they literally said that they're gonna add in Easter eggs, and I said I didn't realize y'all just did that. Like you, like, oh, we have to add these in now. Like, <laughs> like, like I when I write a paper, and then I'm like, oh, now I have to add in my in-text citations. Like, <laughs> yeah, gosh, but. Okay, so I think that'll do it for this week on E&E's Evening Exchange. Make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you watch Shang-Chi this week. I think you will be pleasantly blessed by it because it is just such a good Mm family-oriented movie. And we'll see you next week.